Hello, how you doing, brothers and sisters? This is Mr. Edwards coming to you live Tuesday, July 14th, 2020. You know, right now, I don't even have a subject to name what I'm about to say because I just don't have a subject for it. Um, you know, we are living in... How can I put it? We are are living in a twisted, twisted, turby times right now. Um, but any day above ground is a blessing. However, there are some hard times that has taken place. It's almost like things are happening at a rapid pace. It's it's like you go to sleep tonight. You wake up, it's, it's a new law, it's a new way of doing things, and you can't even keep up. You, you're not even prepared for what's coming, and it's a lot of us that are prepared, you know, if the what if happens in life, and it's a lot of people that are getting left behind or that have been left behind, and how do you really know that you are prepared for the what if if when that what if come and it's more than what you expected you just prepared somewhat a little bit and then the event come and it's way beyond your control it's way beyond what you thought about ladies and gentlemen brothers sisters man it's a lot of people man that are vulnerable out here that are being targeted that are out of work and don't get me wrong it's still jobs that are hiring but look at how they hire people I mean with the pandemic going on you might have to be COVID-19 you know negative you might have to drug test it's a lot of us out here, man, that smoke weed, drink, you know, alcoholics, and you can't even pass drug tests because we're so caught up in what's going on out here. A lot of us are driven to drugs, driven to alcohol. People, you know, people lose their minds literally out here because of the way things are happening. And I don't mean to be the bad barrier of things, but things are only going to get tougher out here. Things are not getting easier. I mean, I'm from Washington, D.C. And I, I was with a buddy of mine, and we was driving around. We was dropping somebody off just a few hours ago. And I've never been on this back street that we went on, but it's in the hood. And that hood looks so different because of the, the townhouses they done put back there, the family homes they done put back there. You can dress up anything, it's still gonna be hood. And the way that things are, or the way that the housing projects are being built, it's like, it, it, it wants to look more fancy, more professional, more attractive. And I get that. But it's still going to be a hood. You can move out everybody in the hood and put family homes, condominiums, stores, 
every spot or every piece of land where hoods used to be, where projects used to be, where historical events was that you can dress that land up. It still has history in that land. So that history is never going to go anywhere. And the economy, the economic shift that's coming along is things are getting higher. I seen a two-bedroom apartment in one of these condos that I looked up on the internet a couple days ago. And a two-bedroom was $2,500, not including utilities, not including trash, not including internet. You still got to buy food. Lord forbid you have kids or you have family members that's ill that can't do for themselves. Lord forbid you lose a job, you know, you out of work. I mean, even with the unemployment, it's millions of people that apply for unemployment done got approved and haven't got paid yet. And I'm one of them. I applied for unemployment before the COVID virus broke out. This was in early March. I didn't hear anything for unemployment for like a whole month, which was April, which came right behind March, which was April. I called in May, the beginning of May. I got approved like a few days after I called, and I haven't been paid since. Now, this is July. This is about to be August. This is about to be six months that I have not got paid anything. Now, you tell me something ain't fishy about that. I done called numerous of times, and every time I call, it's, oh, we need more time to look at your case. Even though you've been approved, we need more time. I didn't I didn't hear we need 21 days. I didn't hear we need 10 days. I didn't hear we need another 21 days. I didn't hear we need 16 days. Now I called last week. Oh, they need 10 days. So the 10 days supposed to be up Thursday. Well, if you don't hear anything from nobody or they don't pay you yet, then call. Why do I need to keep calling when I already been approved already? Y'all done already sent me the letter. Y'all done already put my thing online where I can go online and look at my profile about how much I, I'm going to get or I'm supposed to be receiving. It's, it's something really fishy going on. I filed my taxes in March before the virus broke out. I haven't got my taxes back yet. Something is not right. They just announced today at Former Mills because I just come from Former Mills a few hours ago. Do you know they announced that because of a coin shortage, you have to have a credit, a debit, or the exact cash. That's it. A lot of people in these stores don't have exact cash. Now, they have over the cash limit. You know, they have over their price what they pay, or they might even have under the price. A lot of people don't even have debit cards. A lot of people don't even have bank accounts. A lot of people don't even have cell phones out here. I mean, what, what, what I can, what my intuition is telling me, things are getting rougher and the new world order is being implemented slowly but surely. Something is, something, things are not adding up anymore. Things really never have added up, but now it's like, it's, it's at a rapid pace. And it's like, every time you turn around, the hood is being torn down. They're putting condos in. Yes, they have a little, a sprinkle of affordable housing, but what's affordable to them? What's affordable to them is not what's affordable to you. You could be thinking of affordable housing like three, four hundred dollars a month. Their affordable housing is a thousand a month. Section eight vouchers only gonna pay so much for you. 
You know, there's only so many, so many places you can move with a Section 8 vouchers. Back in the day, you could move anywhere with a Section 8 voucher. They had, now that's limited. Food don't even taste the same no more. Drinks don't even taste the same no more. Not to me, it doesn't. Maybe because I got older and maybe I didn't pay attention to food and drinks as I do now. That could be a possibility. But things are just not adding up. Things are getting tougher and tougher by the day. A lot of women with kids, a lot of single parent women with kids are vulnerable because they're the only one. They're a woman. First of all, they're a woman. <clears throat> Second of all, they got kids. Third of all, a lot of women may not be working or if they are working, it may just be enough to put food on the table and pay rent and that's it. So they are vulnerable. It's a lot of single fathers out here that's vulnerable. They don't, you know, they don't make that much. They kid, you know, they they a single father. Their kids maybe stay with them. They may stay with family members. You know, pretty soon family members gonna get tired of having them around because one thing for sure, two things for certain, a welcome always wears out one way or another. Whether it's a family member, whether it's a stranger, a welcome always wears out one way or another. People are going to get tired of doing this. People are going to get tired of seeing you. And then you're going to, you know, it's going to go into an argument. Now you have to find somewhere else to stay. And things are just getting rougher and rougher. It's almost like we're being pushed in a box or we're being placed in a box where everything else around us is happening. But we're just being pushed in this one little box on the side of the road somewhere. And, and it's like when I observe things and I look around out here, it's like a lot of people are moving, you know, physically, but their mind is somewhere else. If that makes any sense. It's like a lot of us are moving, but our minds, you can see it in people's faces like their minds don't even know what's going on. It's just like they're just walking. They're just doing whatever. they in this store, that store, liquor store, gas station. They looking around, everybody looking around at each other, you know, and it's like, don't nobody know what's really going on. It's like, but they're just trying to survive and which a lot of us are, I'm, I'm included, but it's like, it's like, I can feel it. It's like, it's a big storm coming and things are, in society are being manipulated in a certain way where I guess they feel like don't nobody pay attention like that. Or don't know, or nobody's paying attention, so things are just moving along, like coming along as planned. And it's rough, man. I mean, you know it's rough when you pull up in McDonald's drive-through and somebody is sleeping in the drive-through. A homeless person is sleeping in the drive-through. You know it's rough when you try to go to a 7-Eleven. It's three or four or five people standing in front of 7-Eleven, and everybody needs change. Everybody asking for change. You know it's rough. You know it's rough when you get on a public transportation bus and everybody on there look homeless. Or oh, it's a lot of homeless people. It's more homeless people than it's people that's coming from work, going to work, coming from somebody's house, going out. It's just, you know it's rough. You know it's rough when it's a lot of homeless people in a subway station. It's more homeless people than it is, you know, regular citizens that's going to or from and traveling to or from work and you know it's rough when it's getting like that. You know it's rough when there's no rent control, you know. And my friend was just telling me 
a few hours ago how his rent just went up $200 extra. And that's rough, man. It's, it's just going to get rougher out here. And from what I feel and from what I observe, man, everybody is not going to make it. It's a lot of people that's going to keep getting left behind. It's a lot more people that's going to get left behind. There's only so many spaces in the shelter, which they done closed a lot of the shelters down. There's only so many places that you can go where somebody lets you stay. It's, it's only so much people can do for the next person. And to me, in my heart, I feel like all oh, this was planned years ago. And a lot of us didn't catch on to it or never caught on to it. Because it's like in your face. That's how I feel about everything right now. I feel like everything is in your face. And it's not hidden anymore. And it's not hidden anymore. I mean, I look at when I go to shop for clothes, I look at the way clothes are designed now. I look at what the shirts are saying. I look at what's on a t-shirt, the, the graphic design on the t-shirt. You know, I look at all these, the, the, the way things, the material is, the way clothes are made. When I go out somewhere, when I go somewhere, when I go in a neighborhood, I look at the way things are set up. This world and this society was a thought out, planned out society. It's no coincidence why none of this is happening. It's just, it can't be. This has to have been planned years ago. It has to have been planned years ago. Look at TV. Look at, look at cartoons. Cartoons are gay now. Cartoons was not gay back then. If they were gay back then, you didn't, it, it was hidden. It was well hidden. I'm 42 years old. When I was a kid, it was no such thing as a gay cartoon. And I'm not saying, I'm not knocking or trying to judge nobody. What I am saying is that was never in a cartoon. I never used to see movies where you can cuss in a movie. Now, nowadays, even on regular TV, people are saying bitch this and bitch that. They wasn't saying that back then when I was a kid coming up. A lot of that was blotted out. Now they're letting certain cuss words come out and then they're holding back other cuss words. It, it is real, it's real. It's real, how can I put this? It's really sad the way things are playing out out here. And I know things change. I know life changed. Nothing can stay the same forever. I understand that. I get that. But when you can barely keep up with the bare necessities, when every time you turn around, you got to constantly keep going out to the store for this, going out to the store for that. You know, you can, you can go to a store and buy a load of shit back in the day and you won't need to go to the store for a couple of months. Now you go to the store and buy a load of shit. You going back the next few weeks. You know, some people go up back and forth to the store every day. But pretty soon, I strongly believe that there will exist to be no more dollar paper bills. Because when they announced that in Foreman Mills today, that's, that just let me know, that confirmed to me that the new world order is being ushered in slowly but surely. There is no way that nobody can tell me that's not happening. When somebody wants to 
take down a nation. And I've read this in a book. I forget what book that was. But I done dibble and dabble in different books for a couple years now. But I've read this one book. And in this, on a specific page, I read that when you want to disarm a nation, you do it slowly. You do it economically. You do it socially. You do it monetarily. You do it through the media. And all these things are being played out as that page said. But you do it slowly. You don't do everything at one time. You implement a little bit here. You implement a little bit there. You implement a little bit these couple years. You implement those a couple of years. Next thing you know, you want one big ass trap that you did never even knew about until it's too late. You know, I used to see people used to trap a mouse. And certain and some people would put cheese in a trap. Some people would put peanut butter or cracker in a trap. And some mice would fall for it. The average mice would fall for it. But you had some mice that went right around that shit and never even paid it no attention. And it's a lot of traps being put out here. You know, I didn't know that, you know, living in a condominium would come with so many rules. Because I don't live in one, but I just see how traps are being put out, you know. And I just see that owning condominiums, you know, it's one thing to own a condominium, rent it out, don't stay there long, rent it out. But sometimes when you get in certain situations like a condominium and all that, you know, certain condominiums, you can't you have access to the pool like that. You can have access to it, but you can't have it like that. You know, certain condominiums, you can't have company like that. If you do, you got to let somebody know who it is, which I kind of get because that's rules. But a, being in the condominium is like you've been locked up almost. If you, you know, owning it and then to flip it, but you just owning it to live in it, then it's just... It's a lot of rules that come with these things out here, man. But I feel like it's a big trap, man. And it's gonna, it's, it's coming a time where you're gonna have to reinvent yourself. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. How am I supposed to reinvent myself? Well, it's a lot of things that you were supposed to do back in the day that you didn't do because you kept putting off. And those same things you can't keep putting off no more. But there's a lot of people that are disabled that can't maybe move fast or walk or, you know, they, they, their mental state of mind is not correct. And those people are going to have, have to have some extra help because everybody needs help. But it's some people in life that needs an extra little bit of help. But for those of us that can move, those of us that are still mobile, you're going to have to exercise. You're going to have to develop good eating habits. You're going to have to learn more, study more books, study more information. And do I have all the answers to the information you need to study? No. But I know what I study. You know, I know I study somewhat of the Bible. You know, I, I like to read, you know, self-help books and stuff of that nature because the way even in a, in a job industry, a lot of jobs are being automated. A lot of manual labor jobs still are around while they exist. They're still around. 
And some jobs are still around, but a lot of jobs are being phased out slowly but surely. And it's going to come to where a lot of jobs are going to be automated. They're not going to need humans no more. It's a lot of companies out here, cell phone companies that are being automated. If you notice when you call a, a, a cell phone company nowadays, don't know live human pick up. It's an automated voice. It's an automated talking to you. You have some that still have live people, but a lot of ones don't. Everything is online now. So if you have a phone, you got to go online. But then a lot of times it depends on what type of phone you have. Because there's a lot of phones out here that's just good for talk, text, and getting on the internet, watching a little bit of YouTube. But then there are some high-end phones that you need because you need to conduct business on that phone. You need to sign certain paperwork on that phone. And that's what a lot of cell phone companies don't tell you. You know, you can, you can get an a Android, but that Android may not be able to fill out an affidavit if somebody emailed you a piece of paper that you have to fill out. And you don't have no access to a library. You don't have no access to a printer. You don't have no access to, you know, um, like I said, a library, a printer, or, you know, you can't, you, your email doesn't work that good on your Android. You need a high-end phone to do all those things, you know, but at the same time in token, a phone, you basically does the same basic things, but some phones are more higher-end than others, and a lot of cell phone companies are not going to tell you that. They just... Their business is just to sell you their product. And they're not going to tell you, you know, if things go fully automated, made it. You know, once things go fully automated, your phone might not be able to keep up. See, that's another thing you got to worry about. Am I saying go ahead and spend $1,000 on a phone? No, but you may have to upgrade to a high-end phone, phone sooner or later. Because even that's... A requirement on certain jobs now You have to have a good phone You know, Instacart, you have to have a phone Your battery has to be good Because you have customers that you are shopping for food for You shopping for drinks for Uber Eats, DoorDash, Lyft, Uber Via You know, all these Companies You have to have phones for And if you have a bullshit phone Or a phone that ain't working that well Or can't download certain things or you don't have that much space or store space on there, your phone is not going to be no good, which means you can't work. I'm telling you, it's a big-ass storm coming to the United States. That Statue of Liberty with her holding her fucking hand up with that crown on it, that crown about to be slanted. Matter of fact, that crown about to be knocked the fuck off and that fire about to be put out. You think everybody out here gives a fuck about your lifestyle or you as a person? No, they don't. No, they don't. Your so-called friends are not your really your friends. They just your friends like they was with MC Hammer. They just along for the ride. Until that ride stops. And then it's game over. You got kids. You got family members you have to look after. You got your mom may be ill. Your father may be ill. Your aunts or uncles may be ill. They need somebody to take care of them. But then you got so-called friends that may come around for a little bit. But when shit get thick, they gone. You got some people out here in the street that ain't really about the street. 
I learned that shit coming up as a youngster, man, as been in my teens and 20s. You know, I used to be scared. Yeah, I used to see uh, 50 niggas on the corner. I'm thinking they, they all looking at me because I'm a tall nigga. So, yeah, I used to be scared because I'm not used to no shit like that. I come from Maryland for my grandmother. We didn't have a lot of that shit out there in Maryland. Lonely Park, Maryland. It wasn't a, when I was coming up as a kid, it wasn't none of that out there. Then I come from there to the city, and now I'm seeing 50 niggas on this corner, 30 niggas on this corner, 10 niggas on this corner. I don't know what the fuck to expect. So how am I? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a little anxious and scared and shit because I'm by myself. I don't need to hang with 30 niggas to feel like I'm somebody important. You know? Not unless we all a team and we working together and we building shit together. A lot of niggas out here, you got 30, 50 niggas in one fucking on hanging around each other, but ain't nobody building shit. Ain't nobody talk about nothing. Out of 50 niggas, you got 10 that's just hanging around because ain't shit to do. You got another 10 that's, that, that's with the shits, you know, with, whatever. You got another fucking 10 that's, that's book, book smart, school smart. You got another 10 that's on a fucking run. You know, they, they, they on a the run if people's gonna put them the fuck out. And then you got another fucking 10 that's just you know, they don't want to be in the house. They fucking bored. You know what I mean? So, you know, they, they selling shit. You know what I'm saying? They, they boosters and shit like that. That's basically it. Everybody everybody that's clicked up ain't really clicked up, man. So now you got to watch what fucking type of company you keep. Your circle going to get smaller. They going to get bigger. Because just because you got 30 niggas around, you don't mean everybody for real like that. And it doesn't mean because you got a smaller circle that everybody really leave with. But you really got to really discern who's really with you for that has your best interests at heart and, and vice versa because you can't hang around people either and you just with them for the ride you just with them because they get money and you know you trying to get some money and you know you trying to click up you know I mean I'm not saying it's wrong because you got to do what you got to do out here don't get me wrong but what I'm saying is make sure who that who you know is in your circle is for real and you got to be for real too because this world is give and take. It ain't all just take. You know, and you can't just be a giver all your life and ain't expecting nothing back. This world, let me tell you one more time. This world exists off give and take. It's not all take, take and all give, give. It has to give and take. Give and take. This world work like a fucking seesaw. Two people got to sit on there and one got to go down, one got to go up, one got to go up, one got to go down. That's how I see life, like a seesaw. Somebody got to go up, somebody got to go down, somebody got to go up, somebody else got to go down. But they both got to work as a team. Because if nobody really, a lot of people out here are just want to be independent. I'm going to do everything by myself. And you really can't, you can't do everything by yourself. You're going to need to be around some people that got more shit than you. That knows what to do. That knows how to, you know, get through in recessions and depressions and all that. It's only so many people out here that knows how to do that. It's a lot of folks out here, and they not wrong for that. It's a lot of people out here that just surviving. They don't give a fuck about being successful. They don't give a fuck about entrepreneurship. They don't give a fuck about, you know, none of that other type of shit. They just doing, they just surviving. They got to do what they got to do. Fuck who think what about them. You know what I mean? And that's just how it goes. But you gonna, it's, there's coming a time where you're going to have to get with the, you're going to either have to be in or you will have to be fucking out. And it's no, and let me tell you one more thing. It's no coincidence that these high technology movies been coming out all these years. 
they used to what they call they still call some of them sci-fi movies but it's no coincidence that all these years that these movies has been out in movies coming out movie after movie after movie after movie after movie these just think about all the high technology movies you've seen that have came out all these matrix movies the Tom Cruise movie, the Mission Impossibles, the Minority Report. You know how they arrested people for premeditated murder, premeditated thinking of murder, premeditated thinking of committing some type of crime or what they thought about in their mind. That was a re- that was a mind-blowing ass movie, the Minority Report. And they had people's names on these certain type of tubes. These balls would drop down in the tube and that's who they would go after to go get. But it also showed me that there are still people that are going to use drugs because Tom Cruise was a motherfucker that was using drugs too. Nobody didn't know it at the time, but he was in that movie. There was this TV series called Incorporated. Maybe you need to check that out too. It was a TV series called Incorporated. And it was all about the rich being the end people and the poor the rich had a fucking it was so funny because it wasn't funny but it was so mind-blowing because the rich had they lived like in a bubble and it had it was this bridge and the bridge led straight to the rich people but around the rich people everybody else was poor and whenever some rich folk ain't see it this is one thing to always remember as long as the society is, you always going to have people that's in these corporations, but they still use drugs. They still use drugs. And these and they had these people on in this TV series, and they was like a group of rich people. And you had a few of them that would, you know, they would go out to party, and you had a few of them that would be like, hey, I'm going to catch up with y'all in a minute. And these motherfuckers would go to the poor side. The poor side was considered the red zone. The rich side was considered the green zone. And their cars, and they had self-driving cars. It was automated self-driving cars. I'll never forget it. And they would be like, take me to the red zone. And the car would be like, warning, you are about to enter the red zone. Do you want to proceed? And they would be like, yes. And it would take them to the red zone. They would go get their fucking drugs, party, and come back out. And go back to that rich lifestyle like ain't shit happen. It's no coincidence why these movies and TV series exist. Brothers and sisters. There's no coincidence. And biblical scriptures. I'm not a Christian. I never got baptized. I never became a Christian. Now I've studied some scriptures. And am I saying that all scriptures was telling the truth because some of those are metaphoric things and some of them are poems and but from what I've read yeah that shit playing out it's playing out it's just doing it in a slow it's just a slow process but it's playing out because you can see it I can see the shit it's playing out even if I wasn't even if I never studied none of the scriptures at all if I've never read anything you can a fucking blind man can sense something that's going on you can see it. It's in your face. It's, they're not hiding it anymore. They're not hiding it anymore. 
You used to can make forty, fifty thousand. Two people and live in a, 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 you know, okay apartment, live in an okay neighborhood. Now you got to make eighty, ninety thousand by yourself to live in the hood, though. Not even in a, a nice area. A nice area, you got to make probably a hundred, two hundred thousand. That's by yourself, individual, because it says it on there. How long you think the hood gonna keep being the hood? They getting rid of all this shit out here. Anything that's an eyesore, anything that tourists that, that doesn't attract tourists, they getting rid of that shit, y'all. They getting rid of it. Then where you gonna go at? What you gonna do? I, like I said, I don't have any subject for this matter right here. Usually I'll have a subject or what I'll talk about, but I don't have no subject. I'm just saying what's going on out here and what I'm seeing and what I'm what I have observed. You know, a, a co-worker once told me years ago, he said, you got to look at things from all different angles, not just one way. If you talk less and listen more, people will tell you what they what you need to know. And I never forgot that. And man, here we, we, we was cool, you know, co-workers and we hung out a little bit and you know, I never forgot he told me that, y'all. I never forgot about that. But please prepare yourself in some type of way, form, or fashion. Because you think you're saying something. This is just the beginning of things to come, y'all. So do all you can. to Whatever it is that you didn't make right, try to make it right if you can. You know, be respectful of other people. Try to show people respect as much as you can. Because there is a lot of weirdos and people that are going through things out here and you got to survive in a world full of chaos and do the best you can to save whatever little money that you can bro because you're going to need that money some way form or fashion in the future but you're going to have to develop some type of skills where you can't be disposed of where you can always thrive even in a recession even in a depression you're going to have to develop some type of skill, some type of trade where you are always going to be needed. Because if not, we're just going to be another one, a thing, uh, how they used to say, you just old news now. You know? And that's all I really got to say, y'all. I hope whoever this is that it can help whoever needs to hear this. But just prepare for what's coming, bro. This is Mr. Elvis, y'all. I'm signing out, y'all. Take care of yourself and each other. Peace.